Jean! No! An X-Men The Animated Series Podcast. Hello and welcome to Jean! No! An X-Men The Animated Series Podcast. I am your first co-host, Sarah Musak. Hey, I'm your second co-host, uh, Matt Schrader. I am your third co-host, Marcus Bishop-Bright. Welcome back to the show, Matt and Marcus. So glad you're here. We are opening season three, episode one, Out of the Past. So woo-hoo. I know, woohoo, and it's it's um, it's a tough act to follow because one of the things we discussed in the last episode was how much happened in that last episode of season two. They've got a big act to follow, big shoes yep. to fill, big but based time. on the quality of the animation in this first episode of season three, I think they're up to it. Oh, yep. that's what I remember about this episode because uh, if I remember correctly, this aired on prime time. Um, like, Did it really? Yes, this 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 aired. Uh, part one and part two aired together uh, in prime time. Uh, uh, like maybe a month or so before it premiered again in the Saturday morning slot. That's um, awesome. And at uh, and it was a big um, uh, uh, a promo uh, for the Phoenix Saga. Um, like that was the whole thing. Like they wanted people to know before the season even started that they wanted the people who were familiar with the comic to know that they were going to be doing the Phoenix saga this season. So it was, this was a big promotional deal. And so, yes, the animation absolutely reflects the time slot. That's so cool. Because I mean, the, one of the very first things I noted was like how, how much more use of shadows that they were they were using they're trying to like go for this sort of like more adult 90s comic kind of look there's a lot more body oil representation in (laughs) this episode but i'm sure we'll get to that well i think we're gonna get to that yeah i actually really love that they like were promoting that they were gonna do the phoenix saga and what a big deal it was because i mean of all the media that the x-men have ever been in outside of the comics, this is the medium that delivered when it came mm-hmm. to the Phoenix Saga and the Dark Phoenix Saga. I know, um, Marcus, you and I haven't talked as much about this. Matt has heard this before. When um, when Jean Grey dies, I thought she was dead. I cried. I was 12 yep. and I thought it was over and it was a big deal that like yeah. that that series, ser- uh, this season cha- changed things for me. Yeah, this was still before it was a foregone conclusion that everybody was going to return to life. Right. Um and that ha- and that was certainly true when she died in the comic books. And uh, yeah, it was, uh, yeah, it's pretty dramatic. It's still pretty dramatic. Mm-hmm. Very dramatic. I can't, I can't wait for her to bust out of the water. It's going to be great. Uh, but before that, we have some other things that happened. We have no previously on X-Men. Because we wrapped it up. We wrapped it up. Clean slate, new season. Uh, we come in for scene New York City. I wrote the ESB is that we get the Empire State Building and that's where my office is. And it's always weird where to see your your work, your place of work featured so prominently in media. I um, My boyfriend had me watch the movie Elf over Christmas. I had never seen Elf and I'm like, the, it was good. But like the office, like it just kept the, uh, the office kept being in the movie. And I Every establishing it. shot. Oh, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
So anyway, right. we know we're in New York City because we have the office. Um, there's a scared guy running down some stairs in a nearby building. It's the Morlock Leech. He's got a package and somebody with big guns is shooting at him. We yep. uh, very soon find out. And if you've read the comics, you know this, it's the Reapers. Uh, so they're kind of like a cyborg gang out of uh, Australia, uh, overseen by uh, Donald Pierce who should probably show up in the Hellfire Club as well a little bit later this season. Yeah, so anyway, Leech pursued by Reavers, and Leech escapes into the sewer, and uh, and then coming out of the shadows comes a very familiar silhouette, uh, which if you love the X-Men, you know immediately that it is Lady Deathstrike, who says, I want what that creature took from me. Oh, yeah. No oh, one boy. steals from Lady Deathstrike and lives uh certainly not apparently uh, <laughs> not according to her not according um, to nope. lady deathstrike nope what she it does wasn't... is in her name even though she can't say what she does nope <laughs> can't say it only as part of a name that's why it's in the middle of the name too like it can't begin or end just sandwich in the middle yeah it's death sandwich yeah emphasis can't be... on the strike Strike. Right. Yep. <laughs> Can't be. Uh, you know what's what's interesting though. Like you know the the Reavers show up, and I never t- knew that much about the Reavers, but I I, I recently found out about Pretty Boy, and mm. just his existence, and I don't know that much beyond him except for he looks kind of like he reminds me of Bruce Campbell, but like with a robot body. <laughs> And and just look, he looks like the kind of guy they just sort of like, yeah, I'll try out a robot arm, and then it just got out of hand. Um, first of all, um, uh, Hollywood, I hope you're paying attention. Uh, there's some casting gold right there for you, uh, <laughs> Kevin Feige. Um, yeah, I mean, I, you know, certainly, I think, uh, yeah, if you were reading the comics, it was a very like, oh shit, the Reavers. Uh, and then as I was thinking, oh, shit, how are they going to do the Reavers? Because they are a very violent, yeah. very violent crew. Um, mm-hmm. So I knew it would be a, you know, a, a, a dull knife version of the Reavers. But it was still exciting nonetheless, especially to see everyone's favorite Reaver, the one who's a tank from the waist down. I was going to yeah. Yep, yep. Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, but Bonebreaker. Bone, bone breaker. breaker. I would I would just love it if there was someone else there who was a tank from the waist up. <laughs> <laughs> just a, just a pair of legs with like a gun. A, like right, like 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 a maid, like a a maid mer, a maid mer instead of a mermaid, <laughs> just, you know, just top, a, just top a half a tank fish. turret with legs. Just tank turret just running around <laughs> bumping into things, Coming randomly into things. firing off. Don't make him laugh. Yeah, uh, you're don't not gonna. Cool. You don't like money laughs. Be cool. <laughs> be, be cool. Don't be funny. Uh, yeah, that's. Uh, and he's like the only one that's like that. So besides like Pretty Boy and Bonebreaker, do we know who the other Reavers are? I think we do. These are actually um, all actual. Oh, characters. I'm sure they have names, but <laughs> I mean those those are kind of the most memorable ones. I mean, I would think uh, outside of Pierce. Yeah, Bonebreaker, Pretty Boy. Huh. Yeah, they're not. I think they're not. Those are the ones. Those are the two big ones. Bonebreaker. There's one. 
Uh, pretty Skull boy, Skullbuster, Skullbuster, Stonebreaker. <laughs> oh my god! And then god, they I'm have uh, human names like Wade Cole. Yep. And Murray Reese. Wade uh, and I'm Cole. reading that off of the uh, the Marvel '90s cartoons wiki. Oh boy! Yeah, there's okay. Yeah, Skullbuster. I do remember him from the episode. Yep. And again, like any knowledge that I have of these obscure characters comes 100% from Marvel Legends. Hasbro's <laughs> Marvel Legends. <laughs> hey, it builds oh, in some yes. Thank you, dance. build a figure. Thank you, thank you, build a figure, bone breaker. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Marvel Legends. Thank you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you speak for the fandom right now. <laughs> I had no idea. I was so in touch. No, you, 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 yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Nailed it. Um, so, that, that, so you could have shaved a few bucks off the price of this figure. Oh, I'm sorry. We're moving on. We're, we're right, we're right, we're right. That's uh, right. That's right. Yeah. So, so Leech has, has, he thinks, escaped into ah, the sewers. Callisto, Leech. look, Leech has it. Um, and we find out why he's stolen from Lady Deathstrike. Callisto says, with this device, I shall unlock our alien treasure. I shall have its power enough to become the true leader of the Morlocks again. So she's looking to throw off the quote-unquote shackles of Storm, um, even though like Storm left her as like regent in her stead, and but apparently that even that chafes. Yeah, probably because she can't respect, do what she wants anymore. All respect to Storm, but hardcore absentee leader. To oh, uh, when it comes to the Morlocks, yeah. uh, yeah. I know she set it up. She was just like, "I'm the leader," and my first thing is to make your old leader kind of like. Leader. The leader, yeah. Um, but you know, it's you know, we see a video phone in this episode. I ain't seen that video phone before. <laughs> nope, nope. Agreed. The question: Agreed. Did Leech appear in that uh, last Morlocks appearance? Yes. Yep. Leech oh, okay. was instrumental yeah. in Captive Hearts. The episode Captive with Hearts. Wolverine in yes. the picture on the bed. Classic. Uh, oh, of course. Of course. Meme. Uh, yeah. The meme itself. Yes. Um, um, I always just get so excited to see Leech because I always love uh, uh, little uh, Leech and Artie Maddox. I love Artie. Oh my gosh! I really loved when they were a part of Generation X. They were just they were just buds. <laughs> so um, nice. Is Leech a, is Leech a kid? Yeah. He is a kid. Okay. Yeah. Good. Yeah. <laughs> just good. Just. Glad. I was like, if, that, if the Leech isn't a kid. Ugh. No, he does not have some weird form of dwarfism. No, that has affected his voice in an unfortunate manner. Right. Well, that's this is just his attitude was like that uh. was for for me is like which is kind of like 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 uh I hope he's a kid. Oh, <laughs> oh, you mean um, problematically um, mentally impaired? Is that what you were thinking he might be? Because, no, he's definitely a child, uh, as opposed okay. to someone older who you'd be like, I hope he's a child, because otherwise this is... Well, otherwise we got a problem. It's right. going to be uncomfortable. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, the, so we think he's escaped, but he hasn't. Here come the Reavers and Lady Deathstrike. Question for you guys. How did Bonebreaker get into the sewers? Because Leech this, escaped this big... into the manhole. Right. I'm pretty sure they disassembled him. I was gonna say dismantled him and reassembled him, him downstairs. Yeah. Um, see. Well, hey, 
you know, once again, from my Marvel Legends knowledge, he is a Build-A-Figure that you can take apart. <laughs> so, <laughs> there you go. Fair enough. Good. Problems <laughs> Nailed it. Uh, oh, and the so they attack the Morlocks. They're trying to get back the thing back. Uh, and we get to see the Morlocks in action, which I love. I especially love Shapeshifter Dinosaur Guy. I think they were kind of like, hey, remember those dinosaurs from last season? Don't go away. We still got dinosaurs. We still got dinosaurs. Got hey, Jurassic Park crowd. We still yeah. got you in mind. We still got we something don't... for everybody, you guys. Mm-hmm. Here it is. Here's your, uh-huh. here's your dinosaur moment. You love it. Unfortunately, and I'm definitely range. getting uh, for the for the comic book people. I definitely got uh, shades of mutant massacre mm-hmm. in uh, a lot of this uh, this episode. Yeah, well, and there's even a moment where we think for a few seconds that Leech got. Oh yeah, that yeah. was what? Yeah, that was yeah. a that was quite a shot for a Saturday morning. It was, it was. huh? Or, yeah. or prime time in this case. Well, yeah, well, that's true. They had to step it up a little bit. They had just for, just for a second, make you think. Maybe for the prime time one, they didn't cut back to him yeah, alive in the net. They're like, we'll just kind of, you know, mm. let, let you wonder. We'll let you wonder. <laughs> it's 8 p.m., it's Tuesday. What's going on? <laughs> I guess we're jumping ahead. Sorry. <laughs> no, all good. But speaking of those nets, the, the Reavers catch all the Morlocks in those energy nets, and Leech gives up the treasure. Uh, they, uh, the Reavers and Lady Deathstrike find out that the reason it was stolen was that they believe it is the key for a spaceship in the sewers. And I have questions about it, but not questions that I'm really that troubled by. Where you know, Lady Deathstrike says it must it must have been buried for centuries, and like probably not, but okay, that's fine. I mean, I think the important thing is there's a spaceship in the sewers. That's that's really all I need to accept. You know, but I just yeah. I mean, wait, where are they? Are they in New York? Is that where they're at right now? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, maybe this would explain like where all that money to the MTA goes. It's like they're just building around this deadly giant spaceship. I yeah, they know what's true. there, but they're like, no, we're not dealing with it. We're not dealing with it. We already spelt, you know, $8 billion. Oh, that becomes apparent, Matt. <laughs> that, that is exactly true. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> and I will touch upon that once we get to the appropriate point in, oh. our, in our episode. I cannot I'm excited. Wait. I'm excited. Um, but you were exactly right about that. Um, Listen, uh, I just think it could have been uh, great if they had actually like written the word MacGuffin or a plot <laughs> device on the side of whatever Leech was carrying. Um, yeah. The, the, the object of undiscernible shape, size, and weight. It yeah, seemed like a one. gun in the it. end. It's very like, important to Like plot. gun, yeah. quote unquote. Sure. Right? That key fob. Yeah, that big key fob. That's <laughs> I yeah, guess that's the, what a spaceship key fob looks like. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. that's that's exactly what it is. It get, gets close to it, has a button. It's, boop, boop, boop. Well, this, this isn't convenient at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you should just um, unlock when I get close. Why do I got to hit a button? This is ridiculous. Much, much too big to carry around. Yeah, my God, come on. So Deathstrike sense its power. She says, uh, perhaps now after all my work, I'll have the means to exact my revenge. And then she claws it for no reason. She just she just claws the spaceship. Maybe that's how she sends hello, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she had them done. 
Right, she's going to use them. On purpose, which we're going to get to. Yeah, uh, we are. And she unleashes big green energy on the city. She screams, and then this big green energy <laughs> wave just like keeps going. Why are we all unleashing big green en- energy on the city? That's what I want to know. <laughs> oh my God, that is absolutely the name of her new single. It is dropping. Next week, <laughs> Lady Deathstrike with big green energy. <laughs> oh man, no crumbs, no crumbs. No. Uh, yeah, and the professor, the the professor is affected. Oh, so it's like some one one guy, some one guy's computer screen. Uh, the energy wave goes by, and then there's like alien writing on his computer, and then Professor X uh, like loses it. Right, power incredible power ah commercial break mm-hmm. yeah oh my gosh man what's happening to chuck what's going on he's oh still God. screaming when we come back from a commercial break that's like yeah the first thing. we were too yeah, collectively we were as the audience yeah all through like the dunkaroos commercials well actually no whatever commercials there were on prime time oh, oh you're right prime time commercials <laughs> Oh Burger my King, god. For sure. Bur- Burger King. A lot, 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 lot of Burger King. A lot of Prob- probably a truck commercial, I would imagine. <laughs> <laughs> and uh what um because I know it was on Fox Kids. Was it on Fox Kids where you guys Yeah, hundred percent. Oh yeah, it was yeah. a full Fox. Yeah, because that's the Fine. yeah, that was the whole thing. Like that's why like this was a pitch to Fox, which was like a new network and it was yep. brought over oh, by somebody it. who was like trying to get an X-Men cartoon produced forever and couldn't get it happening. Yeah. 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 That this would have been, yeah, very, very much in like the, um, the early years of Fox when they're still trying to establish themselves as like a serious, a serious network. Competitor. Um, A competitor as it were. Yeah. This is around, around actually, I think roughly the same time as uh, Peter Pan and the pirates came out where, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Where they, they well listen, because that's actually kind of interesting. I'm going well, a little that off is topic. public domain. It is Peter public Pan. domain. It is public domain, but Disney doesn't like it when people use public domain stuff that they used first. And that it actually could get a little litigious. Oh, really? Because I thought that they were super happy about like the marketing possibilities with um uh last year's uh Pinocchio from uh uh, Guillermo del Toro coming out roughly the same time as their live action movie. I thought they were excited about that idea. Uh, oh, 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 yeah. oh, very excited. Very excited. Yeah. They're about to unleash big green energy. Big green <laughs> 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 All right. So All right. Uh, <laughs> Professor X says that the power is, it, I feel like he says this, you know, at least a couple times a season. It's like nothing I've ever sensed before. Like he's always uh, discovering things. And then you got to like push hard when your power isn't, um, doesn't have flair, right? Oh. Like if you're not throwing things, you know, out of your hands or throwing cars or whatever. I think you gotta like put in a lot more like explaining, mm-hmm. like mm. something's happening. Do you, you know, to like really put, paints? yeah. 
Jean Grey faints to also yeah. show mm-hmm. that something has happened. The yeah. amount She's of like, energy. I, I've been doing something this whole time. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Okay, that checks out. That checks out. So Professor X puts on Cerebro. He's going to trace the energy to its source. And then Lady Deathstrike is still being electrocuted for a while. Uh, and one of the things I noticed is that uh, her initials are LDS and... Um, I always think of, of the Mormons every time I write it. It's like, no, this is different. Lady Deathstrike is different from that. I don't know. I, I haven't gotten a lot of door-to-door visits, so I don't, I don't really know if she's oh. one of the people who comes. Yeah, Latter-day Saints. Got it. Okay. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, Thanks. no, I'm conflating Latter-day Saints with Jehovah's Witness. They don't. They go door-to-door. Uh, right. I'm sorry. My apologies. I'm sure you'll leave your grievances in the comments. <laughs> Please do. Please do. We want to we hear a, all of them. Absolutely. Just engage. Oh. Just please just engage with us. <laughs> just no matter well, how. I, I heard something recently that was like, if you have haters, you've made it. So bring hey. it. We're fine with that. We're fine uh, with Unfortunately, that. Mormons are very nice. <laughs> that has been, yeah, that has been my lived experience. Yeah, same, mm-hmm. honestly. Uh, one of my favorite things, I, um, I have a friend who's Mormon and I went, uh, I didn't go to like a church service with him, but I was like in the church with him and his friends come and he explained like, oh, this is my friend, Sarah. She's not a Mormon, but like, she basically like, she's all right. And, um, and they were like, you know, he told them like, you don't have to try and like, you know, convert her. And then one of the guys, cause they're, you know, the elders with the white shirts and the name tags. And one of them yeah. goes, why didn't you become a Mormon? Why aren't you a Mormon, Sarah? And my buddy goes, he's going for it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that is, that is funny. Oh my God. He's going for it. My God. I know. He's gone full proselytized. Exactly. I just explained, you know, it just, it never happened. It just never happened that I was a never Mormon. Happened. So, come yeah. This is why they think the gays do it. Because <laughs> they are out there converting. <laughs> right. They're projecting. They're projecting. Oh my god. So it's revealed that the Reavers are Aussies, for sure, right? Because we get what, else? what happened, Deathstrike. Um, so we I don't have an Aussie accent, but you get what I'm saying. Yeah. It's real thick. And uh, she says that the defensive shield interacted with her cyborg components, finally clarifying what's with those extra long arms with the big tail in hands. And we find out that they are cyborg components. And then the Reavers say, then we'll just have to blast our way in. I'm sort of cockney. That's not right. I'm sorry. It's, but, it's very easy for a, an Australian accent to go into, into cockney. Thank you. For, I appreciate for, your sympathy. Absolutely. I mean, I, I suffer from the same affliction. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> um, but I do love that Deathstrike is clear. She says, I pay you to fight, not to think. So yeah. uh, so just, you know, be quiet. Bone, yeah. bone she's, pressure. She's all business. All yep. business. Respect. Um, she, so she puts the pieces together for all of us. The Morlocks could touch it. Her adamantium talons could scratch it. Maybe what we need is a human with a set of adamantium claws. And we all know exactly who that is. Ooh, boy. Who could it be? It's our who favorite. Our favorite Canadian. Logan, a.k.a. Logan. Wolverine. A.k.a. Yeah. James Howlett. A.k.a. James Howlett. A.k.a. Weapon X. Yeah. <laughs> a.k.a. Dickenstead. Uh, <laughs> this guy. A.k.a. Patch. A.k.a. Patch, correct. 
Uh, all right. So speaking of uh, Wolverine v. Gambit on the Xavier Mansion basketball court, a clear reference to the Jim Lee run of X-Men, where I believe they actually have this this face uh, off. Oh, 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 and is it also a game of skins versus skins? It is, yeah. Hmm. That would seem to be the case. And yes, also yeah, an- another very rare situation of Gambit outside of his costume. Oh, yes. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, again, yeah. When you have uh, a uh, a primetime episode, you're gonna you're gonna have a few different costume changes just to yep. be like, oh yeah, these they're more. Yeah, this look, is look great. Budget. I also right, noticed that both Wolverine and Gambit were like extra swole, and now that I understand that this was primetime, this makes yeah. a lot more sense. Yeah, they are fully oiled up, shirtless. <laughs> In sweatpants, my yeah, God! Like cut this off is, sweatpants, I yeah, think. Uh, yeah. yeah, this is like make your own trap central <laughs> right here, right? While Jubilee's in the background, being like, "I'm clearly underage. Look at my T-shirt. No growth here. Um, super safe with her, but for any girls watching." Or any men on the uh, uh, on the uh, LGBT LGBT spectrum, mm-hmm. they got a little extra episode. They did. <laughs> that's that's true. And mm-hmm. there were no questions about whether nipples were present. They were a hundred percent present. No question. No question. Nipples were there. So much oil. <laughs> Why so much oil? Like, hey, we're playing basketball. Well, get the oil, bub. <laughs> yep yep and uh yeah so there's like a, a minimum of basketball gambit makes a shot and wolverine punctures the ball so that's it although later we see there's like a rack of basketballs nearby so clearly this was anticipated as being part this. of the game they know the situation they, they know the situation. They do. And then, as we mentioned earlier, Jubilee can sometimes be an exposition machine. So she <laughs> says, hey, message coming in. And then it's Leech. So uh, we uh, at first, Wolverine's going to write him off, right? You know, basically like Storm's not here and we got to talk to Storm about giving out our number, which is like real rude. Like a child Morlock is calling you, Wolverine. Yeah. Like, I know that you're... Yeah. Okay, let's turn it off, big boy. You're not going to impress the, like, 11-year-old in crisis. (laughs) Yeah. And so, but Leech has a message for Wolverine from Yoriko. She and Morlock Tunnel, she need you. And then Leech is gone. (gasps) Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Mystery. Mystery. And then I love that Wolverine yells, come back, you little sneak thief. (laughs) Little sneak thief. I don't even think that like Wolverine knows that Leech steals things. Like the only people who knows that Leech steals things is um, the Reavers and Lady Deathstrike, and also like Cyclops and the Fruit Guys in Captive Hearts. So I yeah, know. I don't know what's going on with him. He's just kind of like being a dick for no extra. He's being he's a just little... yeah, he's being real extra. Like he's just like this is my game. Like and it's like you don't have to be on all the time. Yeah, it's, like, it's exhausting. You know, Turn it off. <laughs> For all Please of us. turn right. it off. So back in the tunnels, Leech thinks he's done good and may have saved his life. Then Lady Deathstrike tells the Reavers to quote dispose of this garbage and they oh. shoot Leech. Oh my gosh, I was shocked. 
Yeah. Yeah. They made it look like they blew his head off. They killed yeah. a child. They yeah. Uh, yeah. They yeah. really they really did. And um, yeah. I, I as I was watching, I was sort of like, okay, yeah, that can't be. But I, I, yeah, um, he's dead. And then the slow pan over. I'm like, oh, it's the the net it's thing, just, just a net. net thing. But we know, we know what's going on. We know yeah. what they were trying to do. Yep. You know, they were and trying to upset us, and they oh, succeeded. Yeah. <laughs> Mission mm-hmm. accomplished. Fox Kids on prime time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Jubilee asks, "Who's Yuriko?" And then we get one of those great um, ambivalent answers, right? Somebody I used to know a long time ago. And but but in Gambit, I don't always think that Gambit is particularly smart, but he's on to it. Gambit say, "This stinks. Why leech call instead of Callisto?" Gambit's no say it a trap. And even though I, you know, I don't know about their poetry, what he's saying is some real truth. Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, that's one of the things in general that I do like about this show is that they don't just stupidly run into traps and believe people. In general, they catch on. Like, um, like when, 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 when Chuck called him and he was hypnotized, they're like, it didn't seem right. You know, <laughs> yeah, this is, yeah, this is definitely a moment where Gambit is being the voice of truth and being like, stop it. You're being a crazy ex-boyfriend. You need to settle <laughs> down. I've got a texture. <laughs> is that what that show is about? <laughs> I want it to be. Um, yeah. yeah, and so Jubilee thinks they have to go help. Gambit's like, Wolverine a big boy. He can take care of himself, which is sort of true, but Jubilee plays the family card. And she also says, "He do you know he'd help you, which is true, but Wolverine would also be a jerk about oh, it. Oh, he would bitch about it the entire yep. time and be like, you know what? I don't even want your help anyway if you're going to fucking make me sorry about it. Mm. <laughs> right. It's not worth it. It's Such not worth bitch. it. Right. There's some kind of emotional manipulation. Unbelievable. <laughs> oh, the world has hurt you. Now you got to hurt everybody else. <laughs> So Wolverine screeches up to the curb in his Jeep, wearing his full uniform. He jumps out of the Jeep. Uh, everybody scatters. He does Yes, they are this. horrified by his parking job. Yeah. Yeah. Man, you can't ever, well, probably because it's like you can't park there and they know it. Things are about to go. Oh, my God, run. He's going to get towed. He's going to get a boot. He runs down onto the subway track. He breaks into the tunnel. Topside, Jubilee and Gambit also screech up, apparently, in Rogue's convertible. They follow, and then we get a really juicy Can I just point out real quick, uh, when they ran down the uh, subway stairs, they passed by one of the people, one of our extras, who totally had the 90s one shirt tucked in. Oh, yes. One, like half tucked in, half untucked. I said one shirt, like wearing two shirts. (laughs) It was one of those 90s two shirts. Classic 90s styles. I remember that. I remember that from the the early 90s. The old two shirt. Uh, No, uh, half tucked, half untucked. Wow. So very specifically early 90s. I was Mm -hmm. like, oh, they're really trying to place this in today. This is the now. X Men, the animated series. (laughs) Yeah. That reminds me of my friend's little brother trying to convince their mom to wear her jeans backwards because it was cool. He did not he did not succeed, sadly. Sure. You know. Get her to jump jump. Yep, you know, you know it. 
Beautiful. So into into the juicy, juicy flashback. And, you know, Wolverine asks, are you really down here, Yuriko? And uh, for anyone who's a longtime X-Men fan, you know that in X-Men, the animated series, they've basically combined Yuriko Oyama and Mariko Yoshida. Um, so Mariko Yoshida oh, was yeah. um, Wolverine's love, supposed to be his wife. It was very, very dramatic. Um, but she was sort of like the... The, the Wolverine's like one of Wolverine's true love al- along with Jean and Silver Fox. Whereas Yuriko Oyama was actually, she is who she says she is, but she and Wolverine were never well, like, they dated. in love. Did they, they, they did dated, they date? didn't they? I don't, he's been around for a long time. Maybe, maybe he, they did. It wasn't, it wasn't in the And I could be wrong about that, but I, I agree with you that the way that they're purposing her there is clearly as Mariko. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Because they didn't get to do that episode. Probably no. because it would be too violent with like, it's just obvious sword play. Yeah. Just obvious samurai for, murder. For cartoon. Yeah. 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 So yeah, Wolverine, the situation is they're in Japan. There's cherry blossoms. They're on a romantic bridge. Wolverine is leaving. Uh, poor uh, Yuriko is afraid she'll never see him again. And Wolverine promises to come back. And then they make out. And so like we know they're like in love. And we know whenever anyone promises to come back, they're they not, not they're coming, not coming back. back. Not coming back. Nope. Nope. So then we immediately cut to Wolverine and Maverick in a Canadian chopper. Uh, so that was a little different than, than what it seemed like. Because, well, Wolverine's like, I basically like, I can't refuse this guy. Uh, and so uh, but then we get to see they're, they're taken down. And he falls into a concealed hole and is captured and is taken to the Weapon X project. So it kind of fills in some of the gaps from when we met uh, Alpha Flight earlier mm. in season two. And then we're back with Dr. Cornelius and uh, like evil professor. Um, and we get to see the adamantium bonding process again. Get we get to see Wolverine break out of the what I refer to as the back to tank, uh, even though yeah. I know this isn't Star Wars. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and, and run out into the, the wilderness. Off he One goes. One of the things I love about this whole flashback sequence is there's something about the use of um, the soft edges mm-hmm. during a romantic scene. And then also the soft edges going right into a hyper-violent scene yep. of spy fare. <laughs> I don't know. There's, I, I don't know what it is, but there's, there's just something magical about it. And, uh, <laughs> and, I, and I enjoy it. Do you think it's because like Wolverine loves them all equally? I, like... think, I think they're all in like a very like gossamer... Yeah, <laughs> veiled um, uh, a point of view of nostalgia for him. You know, yep. like ah, oh, I remember that time I loved that woman, and ah, oh, remember that time I, I had I a tree trunk lodged in my side. <laughs> yeah, that's that's living. Yeah, that's living. those were the days. He so we see he actually we like time jump within the flashback. He goes back to Japan and is like Yuriko, but don't be afraid. But he's got his claws out, like he's there in Japan, claws out, like I'm here to see you. And uh, she's like, they're his keys, like they're Mm -hmm. his keys, just like, hey, honey, I'm home, claws. I'm home, yeah. And then we get so dramatic. I actually would nominate this part for an Oscar. Where are you, Yuriko? Mm-hmm. Out to the snow. So Classic. anyway, a lot of a lot of yelling in the snow. Mm. Yep, Wolverine. Like, yeah, I'm pretty sure that that what was it the first season where he's like hanging out in the snow with uh, 
with what's his face? Um, and oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep, yep, yep. That's it. That one. A lot of yelling in the snow then too. Absolutely. And then he's also got um, what is it? It's like uh like the monologue precipice that he goes to. The monologue. <laughs> I love the monologue precipice. Well, is that's like, the best place to go to stare out to destiny. Yep, right. that's right. That is you know, right. Like somewhere somewhere between Westchester and Canada, he's got to stop at the precipice and just have his, have <laughs> his little shit fit. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Wolverine's anyway. in the tunnels. The Reavers ambush him, but Lady Deathstrike says, Don't, I want him alive. Yeah, oh, but, but hold on. They didn't ambush him. They bushwhacked him. hey uh, <laughs> That's what he said. He's like, bushwhacked. <laughs> oh, you're right. You're right. Um, and uh, Gambit and Jubilee are also alive, but they stick to, are, are also arrive, and they stick to the shadows. I really love that Gambit says to Jubilee, you right, Petite. He need us. Um, like That's a good Gambit. That was a good Gambit. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, we get Wolverine v. Reavers, and we finally get to see him, and I'm sure this is also because it's prime time, do real damage, do bodily damage to people, because most of the time he just used his claws like as like as knives or yeah. like to climb things, not yeah. actually to stab people. And now he can stab so much. I'm glad you said that, because I was thinking that that was probably why they even used the Reavers. Because they knew that they could let him actually like maim people and do everything that you want to see Wolverine actually do with his claws. But yeah, he can go to town because yeah, and he went to town. He really, he really did. Like, yeah, like, and look, anytime there's some sort of robot, but the nice thing about the Reavers, right, is that you're cutting off the robot parts, but they're, you know, they're cyborgs, so they're part human. And so, like, you, you know, that they don't, it's not like just taking out, um, like an you actual get, robot. You still get the f- human face of a reaction of like, yeah. you tore off my arm. Right, right. Very the prime. best of both worlds. Yep. Yes. Like best of both worlds, parts one and two from Star Trek, the next generation. Where Jean-Luc Just Picard like becomes a Borg. What? It all comes together. Okay. It all, it all comes together. And they, you know, uh, honestly, you know what? Thank you, I, for Sarah, thank you, Sarah, for mentioning that before me. <laughs> 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 Well, good thing you got it out before I said it, because believe yeah. me, yeah. I was third on the list. <laughs> you know, I was about to say like, yeah, actually, if 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 uh, Locutus was in this, maybe maybe Locutus <laughs> of Borg, Locutus yeah, of Borg, maybe 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 Wolverine could have chopped off his big weird Borg arm because <laughs> he's got a big they, weird Borg arm, can thing, right? Chopped off his weird Borg. That's, what he, That's how that works, right? That's how that works. You just chop off the board. Covered in Borgs. You don't want to touch them because you get stuck. They get they stick you. You got a bad case of the Borgs. <laughs> yeah. That's how many lights are there, guys? You're like disgusting. Get a cream. I don't oh, God. It's the 21st century. They have stuff for that. Mm-hmm. Take care of it. Take care of it. So we City get MD whole- right over there. <laughs> Sorry, Sarah. No, it's all good. It's all good. I'm just, I'm just gonna circle back. Circle yeah, circle back. on back. I've like, I've like the the border collie. I'll just like, I'll just herd as, yeah, herd as best I can. Uh, no, you guys are are great. You guys. Are great. <laughs> so Wolverine says, "Huh, there, there are a bunch of tin cans," which we is a callback to season one. Tin cans is one of the worst things you can be, uh, <laughs> according to Wolverine. Like that's very, one of I those. think it's, robots find it very offensive. 
super offensive. Take that, robot overlords. Um, And so he asks, uh, where's Yuriko? And then from the shadows, here, Logan, or don't you recognize me? I knew you'd come back to me. You promised. And then commercial, even though we know... Oh man, it's gonna be rough. Wolverine is shocked. What have you done to yourself? And then that weird, creepy line, don't you find me beautiful? I did yeah. it for you. Ooh. Yeah. But creepy. Uh, creepy. creepy. Definitely so, creepy. Yeah. Uh, and she explains we get some exposition, catch Wolverine up. I am Lady Deathstrike now, a living weapon of revenge. And then Wolverine's confused. Revenge? For what? He didn't say it that way. It's revenge. I've never heard of this thing. What is this? I'm familiar with the concept. Explain it to me. (laughs) I'm Wolverine. (laughs) Oh, man. That was like a real, just to keep it next generation, that was a real data moment. Ah, revenge. Yes. Uh, so we find out that she's avenging a murder. I search for your, uh, years to uh, for a way to become strong enough to destroy you. And then we see her flashback. She gets into a weird cybernetic sarcophagus um, and is operated by the Reavers. This is also a um, divergence from the comics. So in the comics, Yuriko, actually Yuriko shows up for the first time in Daredevil, I learned. And that uh, she actually get, becomes Lady Deathstrike. Uh, it's actually Spiral's body shop. So remember Cool Spiral from the Mojoverse episode? Uh, yeah. Yuriko goes to the body shop and Spiral Spiral goes to town, yeah, helping Yuriko become her most Lady Deathstrike self. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, but yeah. She then they then go join the Reavers before they go attack the X-Men. So it works out that mm-hmm. she's with the Reavers by the time they enter the X-Men sphere of... Correct. Uh, right? Isn't that, yeah. isn't that how... Uh, yeah, I think, I think if I remember correctly. I don't know. I was, was a long time. No, they've been, they've been allies for... They've worked together Feels like, for many yeah, years yeah. now. Yeah. Because yeah. they're like, fine. you're a robot, I'm a robot. I'm a robot. <laughs> hey! Uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yuriko says, I decided to change my outer form to match the darkness inside of me, which I feel like is a very like teenager thing to say, but I love it. Yeah, it's also very like telenovela. (laughs) (laughs) No kidding. I don't I don't have a lot of experience with telenovela. Um, Yeah, you do. You watch X-Men. Oh, all right. Hey, there you go. We had to watch a um, a, a made-for-school telenovela in high school, and it was it was about this giant family, and there was just the the dad at the beginning would just say "si si mis hijos," and uh, (laughs) (laughs) and it's most of what I remember. Right, and so Wolverine says, why? And she says, she gets real dramatic. I did it for Professor Oyama, who designed the adamantium bonding process. And, like, I was thinking, like, did Wolverine not know? Because he, like, recognized the name right away. That Like, did he not know her name was Yuriko Oyama? Like, did he just think she was Yuriko? Or did he not know the professor's see, that's, name? See, I'm, that's why I think that they were just dating. Like, oh, it was just real cash. Name, it was super cash. Yeah. Okay. You know, he swiped um, right. It was fun. You know, like whatever. Like yeah, yeah meet me at the meet me at the cherry blossoms, and she's just like, yeah, okay, really, really unique. 
Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, you're the thanks. You real creative. You're the yeah. first. Okay, oh. meet you by oh, the Takayaki. Wow, what a guy. Oh, very romantic okay. American. Mm-hmm. Uh, Canadian. Sorry, you're so different. Um, <laughs> I think I got the impression. Yeah, that he did not know that he he certainly did not know. Um, and yeah, I he didn't know somebody's name. That's for yeah. sure. Or he just didn't make the connection. It was just like two last names. Yeah. yeah. Maybe they're the you same. Know, how could that? How common uh, Oyama, Oyama is. Oyama, yeah. Um, something mountain. Uh, and so, like, yeah. Uh, yeah, he probably just didn't make the connection, is is my thought. Or, like yeah. you're saying, very Wait catchy. a second. Wolverine didn't have attention to detail? Huh. Hmm. Uh, Can you go believe figure. it? So I just looked it up. Um, in Japan, Oyama occurs one in every like thirteen thousand or so. So yeah, is there that a lot? I I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds um, that could be a We're lot. Gonna have to ask. Little, I'm, I'm gonna sure. have to learn things. My cultural competency is weak in this <laughs> area, and I have things to learn. Yeah, anyway, Ms. Oyama gets real dramatic. He had a daughter whose name was Yuriko Oyama. My father, right? Your father. Yeah. We love a your father reveal. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So dramatic. Yep. Um, and then I, she said, you destroyed him, an innocent scientist. And then I wrote in parentheses, ooh, girl, no. Like, mm. that's not, mm. I'm There's sorry. There's a big asterisk on that innocent. Yeah. yeah but no. that's 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 kind of par for the course for most, like, children of, like, wealthy monsters. <laughs> sure. You know. Yeah. <laughs> he was, yeah, with he that was... kind of. You didn't yeah, know you're gonna him. Defend, you're going to defend them when you still have inheritance to Oh yeah, yeah. Right. you don't want to be left yeah. out of that. It's a fair no, point. Gotta pay for these cybernetics, hunty. Not yeah. Could not have been cheap. No, could not have been cheap. The update, the upkeep, friends. Okay, the, like, okay, the the, okay. Yeah. The fucking OS downloads, please. <laughs> oh my gosh! Seriously. Can you imagine how often those arms need to be restarted? Oh my god! You know, I wonder if they have Wi-Fi. Kind of I'm sure constant. they. Oh my God, not in '93, they didn't. But '93, they didn't. But you got to upgrade those suckers. She might have had a dial-up, right? But she might have had yeah. AOL on right? those arms. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, oh, I need to make a phone call. Nope, Lady Death Strikes using the internet again. I need to use the phone. Uh, so then we finally get the claw v claw fight that we've been waiting for. Wolverine v Deathstrike. Everybody in America watching Fox Primetime. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, again, a lot of like uh, uh, foreground, background action. Uh, a lot of very cool, uh, very cool fight moves. Mm-hmm. Fight moves. <laughs> I love them. <laughs> I love them too. But yeah, then this is like another scene where like we saw like a lot more shadow. Uh, yep. than you would normally see in this show. They're trying to make it darker, trying to make it more adult looking. Um, yeah, And you was, can was... see they're also like using, even like the little like lighting effects, they're like using them more. I mean, this is like their whole like, let's do it. You know, again, this is only part one though. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's like, it's big, but you got to leave room for growth. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. We got a part two. Yep. That's right. But, but we have to have a fight that's good enough for when we air these separately in the future. 
essential. We have to start blowing our cool wad, but don't finish blowing. Right. <laughs> leave some wad is what we're saying. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, please. I think it was please, the memo. Leave some for others. Yeah, come on. Uh, yeah, so Lady Deathstrike's gonna kill him, but um, d- but the Reavers are like, hey, not yet, because mm-hmm. we're here for the spaceship. She's like, fine, okay. And then, yeah, so the this- spaceship in this underground <laughs> cave system that's mm-hmm. barely submerged that just connects to the subway. Yes, this is what I was talking about before, Matt. Here we go. The workers yeah. knew this. The workers knew this. They've Absolutely. Absolutely. You- they, they have been here. Right. And they it's saw quite that. Clear. You, it's yeah. not hiding. No, it's in a giant cavern. They would have I, absolutely known. I'm just There's saying, there's a I natural did not know stone bridge. Subway system. <laughs> I mean, one, I love that it's roomy enough that you can do a lot of uh, very impressive uh, fight choreography. But uh, also, it opens up into caverns, massive caverns. Right. I don't know how many buildings are above this cavern. You know what I would? But know, it's structurally like, sound. No problem. Everything's barely fine. submerged. Yeah. Barely. You know. You know. It'd be fun actually if somebody like made a a poster or like a a work uh, some kind of art where they uh, had a map of the New York City underground with all of the uh, various IPs that have things underground in New York. Here is the first Turtles hideout. Yeah, that got destroyed by, mouse, by mousers, you know, and then here's the second. They got the new one. Yeah, that, that could be. So I don't know what we'd have besides this and Ninja Turtles, but I, there's got to be all sorts of stuff underground. Oh, yeah, there's there's a lot of stuff. There's a, there's a lot of uh, business going on. There's there's isn't there a Lex, there's Lex Luthor's place right under Grand Central. Oh, there you go. Good. Right. From Superman one. Perfect. Perfect. I love it. All right. We're cooking. We're cooking with gas. All right, we're cooking with gas now. We've gotten all the way up to 1978. So things are popping. Boom, boom, boom. All right. Remember, leave some wad. Leave some wad for the rest of us. Okay, so they they end up by the spaceship. Uh, Jubilee and Gambit follow over the natural stone bridge underground. They find the Morlocks, but don't free them. They're like, nope, we got more important things to do. If we have time, we'll come back. Uh, You're not going anywhere. Yeah. And uh, at the ship, because, you know, they need, they think they need Wolverine to open it. I noticed one of the Reavers dissolves the net with his belt light. And it's like, I don't know how that worked, but okay, I guess. Yep. Science. Science. Science does right. it again. Does it again. <laughs> there it goes. It's doing whatever it wants. Amazing. Wolverine wakes up. He says, oh, yeah, I remember. And then we get Wolverine versus Reavers again. again. Uh, but then we get a real satisfying fight, which we have to have in primetime. Gambit pulls out that bow staff. Even Jubilee gets in some good yeah. stuff, right? She, she blinds that one Reaver. We get battle theme music. Uh, one Reaver is just crushed by a rock, Looney Tunes style. Uh, Gambit is caught in a net, but he charges it and it explodes. And uh, yeah, it gets real dramatic. I loved it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a it was a good fight. It was, and yeah, and, and and clearly, listen. I mean, there's something to be said about these like fights for you know these cartoons around that time period. We're sort of like, all right, here comes the big fight, and we're playing the theme music. You know, it just like every time it gets me. Like this is just yeah, again, very satisfying. Yeah, <laughs> I, I love it every time. When, when the, it's such good theme music. It's so just exciting. Like it's letting you know. This is the climax of the episode. 
Yep. Yeah. If you weren't sure. <laughs> it's right let's, now. It's let's spell it out for you, kid. <laughs> and we There's not going to my... be another one. Not this episode. <laughs> yeah, right. Enjoy, enjoy this fight. Don't let this, this one pass you Start by. Start jumping up and down on the couch now. Because <laughs> <laughs> the credits are coming. Don't miss your opportunity. <laughs> yeah, here it is. We get a great line from Jubilee, possibly one of my favorites. Keep your computer hands to yourself. Keep your computer hands to yourself. Oh, no. Nothing is mean. Nothing is biting as a teenage girl. Just (laughs) terrifying. (laughs) Monsters. Monsters. (laughs) They really know how to hit you where it hurts. Boom. Right in the kisser. (laughs) Oh, computer. Oh. Oh. Oh jeez! Oh no! How is yeah? That reaver just kind of slowly backs off into a tunnel. Like, oh no! (laughs) Computer hands. Bone Crusher said I look cool. Yeah, well, (laughs) Bone Crusher's a dork. (laughs) You're a dork too. Nobody likes you. Don't talk to me. (laughs) So Wolverine throws Yuriko at the ship. It activates the electric force field. Uh, The energy affects everything all over again. Professor X figures it out. It gets uh, the the it gets translated on the X Men computers. Lethal Predator uh, is what's inside the ship. Uh, Wolverine still loves Yuriko. He tries to save her, so he fights the ship. Uh, and in doing so does what Yuriko and the Reavers had ultimately wanted, which was to open it. And we get big green energy. Now it's real unleashed. Yeah. (laughs) And there's a mouth in it. Oh, God. Not a good sign. I feel feel like this is a series of, an unfortunate series of events. I agree. You know, I I think something bad's going to happen there. almost like no one was in the right. Mm. Oh, a morally mm. ambiguous tale mm. for our times, which mm. were the 90s. <laughs> the 90s, truly years truly ago. Truly timeless, oh or exactly in 1992. Right. <laughs> 30 <laughs> years later. 94 by now. Four. Our 94? Okay, there we go. 28 years, not so long ago. Oh, hey. that number hurts me. <laughs> mm-hmm. I hate it. <laughs> How do you feel about it, Matt? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not a fan. Nope, gotta don't say, like it. don't like Mm-mm. it one bit. Oh. Uh, but you know what I do like this episode, and it's hey. to be continued. We're gonna get more shortly, and uh, we're gonna get Phoenix Saga this season. It's gonna be sweet. So as we look back over this episode, we at Gino like to give out some awards. And who do you all? Who would you all give an Oscar to in this? In this particular episode, I know I have my favorite, but I wanna, I wanna hear yours. Let's see. I'm, I'm going through my, uh, my stuff. Listen, uh, we're, we're talking, we're talking Oscar. He was out there. He's in the snow. He's screaming names. I gotta give it to Wolverine. I feel like I do it a lot, but come on, like, listen, Wolverine was very popular around this time. They gave him a lot of screen time. Uh, I'm giving it to Wolvie. All right, very good. They they know who the star is. Yep. In this ensemble, they know who the star is. Um, uh, but I'm going to choose someone different for my recipient. Uh, I'm going to give it to Lady Deathstrike. Uh, she, you know, she did a lot of heavy lifting for a guest star role. That's true. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of emotion and a lot of exposition. 
Um, I mean, so I mean, I think I, 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 and I think she, I think she hit it all like tens across the board. Uh, so I, I, I gotta give it to uh, Lady Deathstroke. Love it. I know. I think I think that scene with my father is definitely what would be up there for best yeah, supporting yeah. actress, right? So, Absolutely. And you know, she spent a lot of time in the makeup chair with those prosthetic hands. Yes, she did. Yes, she did. A so, real dedication know. to her craft. Yeah, certainly. So for MVP, I mean, is it just Bone Crusher? Is it like, is it just... Is I was going to say Pretty Boy. <laughs> oh, I, would have, I, I would have said, is it Bone Crusher? Just because I can't remember wait, which wait, one's wait. names he's, are, he's except a, for he, Pretty Boy. <laughs> yeah, Bone Crusher is Tank Tread guy. Yeah. Um, yes, okay. yes. Right, and uh, so what they, like when his glasses got taken off, he looked really distressed. Really, uh, oh, really oh well, what I believe, didn't uh, Jubilee like uh, flash some uh, some oh. fireworks in his yeah. eyes? Uh, and uh, and and uh, whoa, he you know his pupils hadn't adjusted yet because he had sunglasses on. There it is. So, nice. yeah, that's how you disarm the cool guy. Take off his sunglasses. Take off his sunglasses. Sorry, cool guy. They gotta go. <laughs> I'll also give honorable mention to Jubilee, who alerted them to a message and also kept the family together. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. I think we could have got. I think we would have gotten there without her. But, yeah, yeah. No way. But, Pretty boy. But, but whatever. She was there, so you know, I'm not gonna take it away from her. Good for her. Best line. Best uh, favorite lines in this episode. Oh, uh, that's really easy for me. Uh, that would be uh, Gambit. Uh, on the basketball court saying this whole thing stink <laughs> that's good that was uh, also some real good gambit thank you i was like oh yes absolutely this whole thing stank <laughs> it is clear it is <laughs> clear he called it from the first moment and and no bones this no bones. whole thing stank that's yeah. my favorite line <laughs> i love it i love it uh i'm going with bushwhacked Bushwhacked, yes. <laughs> How about round, you, Sarah? I'll round us up with uh, "Keep your computer hands to yourself." Yeah, yeah. that's a good. That's a good call. Absolutely. I love that. I'm going to use that in my day to day life. <laughs> I'm absolutely. I'm going to write that on the butt of my jeans. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Hey, no computer hands on this butt. Only pe- right. only people hands. Right. No, thank you. <laughs> or like animal hands, like if there were like a small monkey or like a dog or something, that would be Not all okay. Also. Computer. No, mm-hmm. not okay, computer. That's not right. okay, computer. Friends, this was a wonderful episode. Thank you for being here. And, you know, if uh, if some of our loyal listeners want to find out what other fun and awesome creative things you're up to, where can they find you? Marcus, where can they find you? Oh, I'm around. Eh. <laughs> uh, and I guess uh, I have an Instagram that's uh, at uh, Mr. Body. Uh, that's uh, MR underscore B-O-D-D-Y. Excellent. Excellent. And Matt, where can we find you? Yeah, you can find me on uh, Instagram at uh, Doc Falconer. And I got a, I got a Twitter that I, I never use. I, I tweet like once every three years. So look forward to that. <laughs> uh, and I have a website that I haven't updated in six years. And that's MatthewAschrader.com. So go check, check that out. Check that out. Get, uh, you can see what I'm up to on September 12th. <laughs> 2015. <laughs> oh, nice. I think yeah. I'll see that day. Yeah, nah, hell yeah. 
All right, I'll see you at some place doing improv. I don't know, probably, probably the uh, Triple Crown. <laughs> uh, <laughs> nice, that was great. And I'm Sarah Musek. <laughs> I am at sarahmusek.com. You can follow the podcast at Gene No with four O's on Instagram. And we will continue with uh, part two of this primetime uh, Fox special. We will he- see and hear you next time. Gene, no! An X Men The Animated Series podcast. 